Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mariners Middle Innings. I'm your host, Curtis Christensen, and today I'm going to be talking about some real Mariners news. The Mariners actually did some things, even though we are still in the midst of this terrible, terrible lockout. The Mariners signed some international free agents to add to their minor league system, and they signed three of the top 50 prospects, according to MLB Pipeline. And the first prospect that they signed is 17-year-old Lazaro Montez. And Montez has the most upside of anyone in this group. The Mariners signed him for $2.5 million, which is about 50% of their bonus pool money. The Mariners had a little over $5 million to spend on any international free agents that they wanted, and they chose to spend nearly half of it on Montez. He hits left-handed and throws right-handed. Montez stands at 6'3 and weighs 210 pounds already as a 17-year-old from the Dominican Republic. MLB Pipeline had him ranked as their 8th best prospect in this free agent class, and he definitely has lots of upside for the Mariners. He currently has future grades of 50 hit, 60 power, 50 run, 50 field, and 50 arm. And those are all average or better. He currently projects to move to a corner outfield or maybe first base or maybe even DH if he has to, but he still is in center field at 6'3", which is very impressive. He's very athletic for a big guy, and it's just, and it'll just be interesting to see what happens with him. He has comps to Jordan Alvarez of the Houston Astros, who's a big power-hitting left-handed slugger who can't really play in the outfield corners, but he can DH and play a little bit of first base. That's probably what happens with Montez, but it's going to be really interesting to see if he can stick in center field at all. I would say he probably doesn't stick in center field, but even the slightest chance that he does provides lots of potential for him. Even if he's a guy that can hit 250 and hit 30 bombs someday, that's going to be a really valuable player for the Mariners. And he's clearly a long ways away, only 17 years old, but he has lots of potential and will add to the depth of the Mariners system. Joe Doyle of Prospects Live slotted him in at 22 in his Mariners prospect rankings. And I think that that might be a little low currently because the guys that he had in front of him were... Juan Pinto, Colin Davis, Taylor Dollard. I think that Montez probably needs to show what he can do in the Dominican Summer League once we get into this minor league season. And once he starts to show that he can really be a powerful hitter, he can start to rise up the prospect ranks. But since he is so many years away, he's not going to rank ahead of guys like Taylor Dollard, Michael Morales, Zach Deloach. I think he's got a few years before he breaks into the top 10, top 15. But when he gets there, he'll be very valuable going forward. Next up is 17-year-old shortstop Michael Arroyo from Colombia. He is a right-handed hitter and right-handed thrower. He is not the best defensive shortstop, but he is a true, pure hitting player. The Mariners signed Mar Michael Arroyo for $1.3 million out of Colombia, and he looks to be a steal according to guys like Joe Doyle, Jeremy Booth, and others. He is a pure hitter, has great contact. He has a 55 hit tool from MLB Pipeline, 45 power, 50 run, 50 arm, and 50 field. And these grades are not current grades. These grades are projecting what he could be in the big league someday. 
these are comparing him to big league competition. He does not have a 55 hit tool today. He could not go to the big leagues tomorrow and be a above average hitter. These are what they project he will be in the future. And I think that these are very good potentials. And I think that this shows that he has really high potential. And some think that he could move off shortstop because he's not the best defender there. And Joe Doyle said he's possibly a third baseman. But I think I could see him at second base because if he's a pure contact hitter, not a lot of power, I think that would profile better at second base. And I think that that could provide more value there because the Mariners could go after a slugger at third base in six to eight years. The hope would be that Noel V. Marte is the third baseman for the Mariners because I don't think there's anyone that thinks he can stick at shortstop because he is just going to get so big. But Arroyo is 5'10", 170 currently. So I think that it is a pretty good chance that he gets a little bit bigger, but he's not going to get up to 210, 220 and be a big power hitting third baseman. But if he can hit 280, 290 with 10 to 20 homers, then I think that that's a very good skill set for a second baseman to have. And I think that would profile really well there. And MLB Pipeline had him ranked at 42nd in their international free agent rankings. So the Mariners got another really good prospect to add to their system. For comparison, Joe Doyle had Michael Arroyo slotting in at 32 in their in his prospect rankings, right behind Cade Marlowe and Jonathan Classe. And I think that's a pretty good range. I would say that these guys should be in the 25 to about 35 range. And that's where he ended up. I think once he gets for all of these guys, once they get stateside and start playing in minor league pro ball here, like in Modesto or Everett, that's when I think that they could rise up into the 20s, the 15s, somewhere in that range. And I think that's where the value is going to be. And finally, out of the Mariners, three biggest international free agent signings, they added Martin Gonzalez, a 17-year-old shortstop, signed for $1.3 million as well. He is a little bit different than Michael Arroyo. Gonzalez is from the Dominican Republic, and he also stands at 5'10", about 165, and he has 50 grades all across the board, 50 hit, 50 power, 50 run, 50 arm, except for a 55 field. And MLB Pipeline raves about his defense, they say that he is possibly the best defensive shortstop in this class, maybe even the best defensive player going forward. He has the potential to stick at shortstop defensively. He's got a really smooth glove, definitely going to have a shot to stick there. And the hope with him is that the bat will develop. That is really, I think, what the biggest hope is for a lot of these guys, even though guys like Lazaro Montez have 60 power grades. They have no idea what these kids are going to become. A 17-year-old can do so much growing, not just in size-wise, but in strength and abilities from the time that they're 17 to maybe when they're 19 and they get over to the United States, get out of the Dominican Republic, and then they will play their first years in low-A ball or in spring training complex ball. So I think it's totally unknown what these guys are going to do, but they have lots of potential. And for comparison, the Mariners drafted one of the youngest players in the entire draft last year in Edwin Arroyo, 
who was 17 at the time. So these guys are on the really young end of the draft scale. So if you were to compare these guys to high school players, they would be some of the youngest high school players that you could draft. Even Harry Ford, who was just drafted, he was 18 when he was drafted, and he will turn 19 in, in under a month. So it is very hard to say exactly what these guys will do, but there is lots and lots of future potential with all three of these players. Gonzalez probably is a shortstop most likely going forward, but if his bat doesn't develop, I could see him moving to be a slick-feeling second baseman with some lesser offensive upside than Arroyo, but I think that there's still lots of potential there with Gonzalez, especially when you've got that really good defense. Maybe someday he turns into a center fielder, keep him up the middle. Up the middle players are really valuable, and adding a guy like Martin Gonzalez who could be a solid defender out there maybe, would be very fun to watch. It has also been reported that the Mariners are signing Guatemalan right-hander Sebastian Berrios in this international class as well. He's six foot one, weighs about 170 pounds. He is a right, he has lots of projection. He's been up to 89, according to Joe Doyle, has a really good curveball, and he's not going to be somebody that is signed for a lot of money but he's going to be somebody that the Mariners could hopefully sign and develop in their Dominican complex to become an even better pitcher and they've shown really and they've shown that they can do a really good job with pitching prospects so if they can get him a little bit faster on the fastball get him into the low 90s consistently develop more pitches then that's going to be another really good steal for the Mariners so overall the Mariners spent nearly their entire bonus pool on those three stud prospects, Lazaro Montes, Michael Arroyo, and Martin Gonzalez, and those three are all going to slot into their early 20s to late 30s in terms of prospect rankings. It'll be interesting to see where the MLB pipeline prospects, where the MLB pipeline ranks these players. I could see them being a little higher maybe Montez gets a little higher than 20 but I wouldn't be too sure but it was just really good to see the Mariners go out and get some real potential impact players for the future another note of news this week for the Mariners is coming in the form of the Baseball America top 100 prospects list and the Mariners had five players in this top 100 number one of course Julio Rodriguez came in at number two it's pretty hard to argue between Julio Rodriguez, Adley Rutschman, and Bobby Witt Jr., but Baseball America went with Adley Rutschman because he's a catcher. I can see that. I would personally say that Bobby Witt Jr. is the number one player because he's a shortstop and he has 60-plus grades. I think he's very similar to Julio Rodriguez offensively, but he's just a shortstop, and I think that's more valuable to have an up-the-middle player like that. But if Julio Rodriguez turns out to be a center fielder, I would go Julio over Bobby Witt. But then the Mariners had George Kirby coming in at number 12 and Noel Marte at 18. So the Mariners had three of the top 20 prospects in baseball, according to Baseball America. Then right-handed pitcher Matt Brash came in at number 45 overall after his huge season. And that came with about 35% strikeout rate, and that was really impressive for him. And then 
Brandon Williamson came in at number 83, and I think he is definitely one of the most underrated arms in the Mariners' system. He's a left-handed pitcher. I think he's a lot like James Paxton, and I think he will turn into exactly what Mariners fans thought Paxton could be. I think he'll have a nice power fastball, not going to be in the high 90s like Paxton was all the time, but he's going to have a good breaking ball, and I think he's going to be more consistent, perform a little better, and be much more durable. The biggest surprise of this list was that Emerson Hancock fell off the list completely. I think that that is wrong, but I think that I think that it is pretty clear to see why Matt Brash and Brandon Williamson overtook him in the prospect rankings. I just would still have Emerson Hancock in the second half of the top 100. I know that he had a big shoulder issue where he was pretty fatigued in his shoulder. I think his shoulder just wasn't strong enough yet to deal with a full season. But I think some of the concerns can date back to his time at Georgia. He struggled a little bit in Georgia in his junior season right before he was drafted in 2020 after having a dominant 2019 season where he had an ERA below two. Then the next year in 2020, he started off not so hot against Georgia's non-conference schedule. Then as they were starting to get into SEC play right before the season was canceled due to COVID, he started to show signs that he was figuring it out. But he has not pitched a ton for the Mariners. He pitched in about 40 innings last year. I think that this is going to be a huge breakout year for Emerson Hancock. I think he will get back on the mound this year, throw 80-plus innings. I think he will be in double-A all year, maybe get to triple-A in the second half. But he should not come close to the big leagues. And I think he will just have a steady season and show everyone that he deserved to be the number six overall pick, which he was in 2020. So I think he'll show that he has lots of upside for the Mariners, and I think that this will kind of just bring more fuel to his fire, and I think he will get even better next year. And that wraps up this episode really prospect-centric here. I thank you all for listening, and I'd love to hear from you guys out there what you would kind of like to hear going forward if you want to hear me talk more about prospects, more about potential trades, I'd love to maybe grade your trades, talk about your trade ideas, maybe even get into some prospect rankings, as well as free agent discussion, who's going to make the opening day roster. You can follow me on Twitter at Courtesy Baseball or the podcast at M's Middle Innings on Twitter. You can leave an audio comment on anchor.fm slash Mariners Middle Innings. You can Leave a comment on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or you can shoot me a DM on Twitter with me or with the podcast. So I just love to hear from you guys, see what you want to hear going forward. And I thank you again for listening. This is Curtis Christensen, and I will talk Mariners again with you next week.